I'm Brianna. And I'm Katora. And this is Spiritual Shit with Sis. Our intentions for this podcast are to keep it real, hold space for divine feminine connection, and talk about some real ass shit with our sis. With a spiritual twist, of course. So sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Welcome, welcome back, beautiful souls. Thank you for joining us here today. I'm here with my girl, Katura. Say hello, my love. Hello, hello, hello. Um, All right, guys, we are going to get into it today. We are going to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, and I'm sure this is going to resonate with a lot of you guys. Today, we're talking about love relationships and what that looks like while you're on your healing journey. And we're going to really dive deep. We're going to get, we're going to open up. We're going to get personal and share some of our own stories um, as in hopes to, you know, inspire you and kind of like hold that torch, be that lighthouse for you um, no matter where you are at on your healing journey. Yes, absolutely. And I, you know, (laughs) I love this topic so much because it's the story tell that we've been told all of our life, right? You've got to find your prince and, you know, this Disney story and fairy tale. And I love love. I'm such a lover at heart. And I really do truly love seeing people in these beautiful relationships and fruitful and like all the things um, and healthy relationships. And so um, I am, this is such a a topic and I'm a fan of this. And so I can't wait to dive in and dig in. Well, it's so funny that you mentioned Disney because let me just tell you, Disney fucked us, girl. Okay. Uh uh, Disney fucked us. Okay. You know, the amount of unprogramming and healing that I've had to do from fucking Cinderella stories and the Little Mermaid. Uh uh. Period. (laughs) Fucking Aladdin (laughs) on that damn carpet. Yeah, I'm over that shit too, sis. (laughs) Like, oh my gosh. Because as we all know, we've been sold a dream. And then you get, for a lot of us who are, you know, in our 30s or even into our 40s, like you wake up one day and you're like, oh, my life doesn't look like the way that I thought it was going to turn out. Like it is completely different, but you know, we laugh about it, but there's actually a really beautiful, like, you know, poetic, I don't know, poetic ending to it because all of us are unique and, you know, you can't compare or you can't, you know, look at, oh, well, this is happening for this person or, and this isn't happening for me i.e. there's something wrong with me or I'm missing out and you know we're going to get into this much deeper later but you know I just want to like hold that space for anybody who's listening that is waiting or feeling like it hasn't happened yet or is losing the hope like Katora and I are here to share our personal stories um, so that in hopes that you can really see yourself in a lot of our crazy ass stories, girl, because I know <laughs> me and you have got some <laughs> ones for the books. <laughs> Period. And like, let's be honest, dating is not what it used to be nowadays. Okay. And so, yes, I, I can't wait to dig in. Um, cause I'm sure you'll definitely feel like, oh my gosh, is she really saying her story or is she saying my story? Because shit out here is real and also tough and also beautiful at the same time. So mm-hmm. yes, can't wait to dive in. So what do we want to kick this shit off girl? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll go listen. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know or haven't, um, heard it yet, I had a baby a couple months ago. Um, my, Yay. Mis- <laughs> Wait, can we just talk about how beautiful your, your baby girl is like, oh, thank you. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, Miss S- Messiah Celine Chevery. Um, that name that is powerful. She yeah. walked into Rome and just have the world given to her with that name. I know. Well, you know, my daughter had to 
had to have a very powerful name. Yeah, she is so perfect and beautiful. My husband and I, Jay, are starting our family. Um, but I want to be real with you guys. It was all not rainbows and fairy tales and sunshine flying out of my ass. I, it was a journey to get here, sis. Okay. Like, man, it's so funny. I was going through some of my old notes and like journals and like things that are on my computer. And today, this morning, I found like a lot of my entries back from like damn near almost 10 years ago, right? Like 2014 was one of the entries I found. And it's like, if you don't have a journal and like have multiple journals that you keep for a long time, I highly, highly, highly encourage it. Encourage you to keep these journals because it's so beautiful to see the transformation of how far you've come because it's like this bird's eye view into this former version of yourself that was like striving and hurting and hungry to like arrive somewhere and then you're like oh shit I've arrived like I'm in this place that I used to like be desperate for or hungry for no matter what that is and I just think it's a really good reminder get a journal absolutely absolutely I agree with you 100% okay so um let me take it on back uh so I'm a relationship coach I am a relationship healer um I specifically help women um, to heal these parts of themselves that are blocking them, right, from receiving the love. Um, and in order for me to be able to do that, I had to heal a lot of my own stuff. We always say in the coaching healing world, you heal from the scar, not from the wound, meaning I had to heal myself first. My, my wound had to like, you know, scar over a little bit And I had to um, address and go within and look at a lot of like the behaviors um, that I was participating in and allowing um, before I could get to this place where like I called in a soulmate and um, have like a beautiful family and and this relationship that is full of ease and happiness. Uh, I could go on for days and days and days about these crazy ass relationships that I was in girl like oh I think back to all of the forcing and controlling and like I I just visually see myself like holding on to someone's arm like don't go don't leave me and I was like trying to manipulate in a way if I'm being 100% honest I was trying to manipulate them into staying loving me showing up for me by, you know, trying to prove how worthy of staying I was. Oh, girl, the mirroring right now that I'm hearing from you. Yeah. Yes. That is the thing. It was like so painful. And like the frustrating part was like, I attracted all of these kinds of guys who because I was coming from a place of like not enoughness or like a deficit, I was at this frequency of like it, because it's one of those things, right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're worried that the person is going to leave you, you inevitably do shit (laughs) that makes them want to leave you. Like it's such a double-edged sword. It's so frustrating. And when you're caught in that cycle, um, it's really hard to see it. It's hard to break loose because in your head, you're like, but I'm showing up as the best version of me and I have so much love to give. And I'm just like, I'm a lover, not a fighter. And like, you know, I don't, I don't understand what, where I'm going wrong. And I was attracting these guys, like the best way I could like describe it was um, I'm here. Aren't I? Yeah. Nothing pisses me off more than that energy. Like if anyone's going through that right now, like if you feel that the person isn't like, you know, excited to like do the things that you want to do or um excited to show up for you for like friend like uh, maybe it's like an event that your friend is throwing and like you're really excited about going and they're like do I have to or like um it's like dragging feet to get them to like do the things that are important to you and you're excited about like I feel for you girl because 
I was stuck in that for a long time. And that just really speaks to, you know, the men that I was attracting weren't really available emotionally, spiritually, and sometimes even physically in the ways that I was desiring, but I was just, I couldn't figure it out. I went through a lot of, a lot of those types of relationships. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) Girl? Yes, 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 yes. I, um, I, you know, have been in a few relationships. I am, I was, I feel like I am. I'm such a person that is uh, about monogamy and long-term and, you know, obviously like there's out, there's people out here that are just like, you know, I just want to date, but like, I'm really in the space of looking and dating people consciously and intentionally. So, but I will say this, like your girl was not healed and, um, not to say that I am hundred percent healed now because this is a lifelong journey, but you know, I also was in a space of forcing and trying to control and really wanting people to love me and be with me and trying to show that I'm worthy and prove that I am deserving of this love. And it was all because I didn't really love myself. Right. And so, um, I am a, an embodiment coach and a self-love coach. And, you know, for, for me, I help women really learn or, and how to tap more into learning how to love themselves and learning and remembering how powerful, you know, they are, and we are as women in this space. And so what does that really mean? Um, and, you know, I think back to old versions of myself where I was in relationships. I stayed in relationships that were mentally abusive, physically abusive for years just because I didn't want anybody to leave me and I didn't want to be by myself. I didn't want to, you know, I thought, oh my gosh, it would be better if I was in a relationship than be alone. And that's not the case at all. And, you know, I've, I've been engaged, um, twice. Oh, I did not know that girl twice. Hot hot goss fresh off the press (laughs) twice, twice girl. Yes. And you I'm know, shook I, over here. Sorry. Like if you guys could see my face, like I have my jaw on the floor, of course, not because like, I'm surprised that these men were like falling down proposing to you, but just because like, I feel like we've had so many conversations and you know, you learn things, new things every day about your sister. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, girl. I know, I know. And so I think back to those times, you know, in both, in both engagements where, you know, I was in an abusive relationships and it was like, at that point when I gave back the ring and I was like, Hey, I can't do this anymore. And that was when, you know, that part of that healing journey started. Right. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, this, this is, does not, is not right. It doesn't align. But, you know, I think about the first relationship that I was in nine years. I was in that relationship for nine years, girl, and it started off right, but then it ended like hell, you know, and he knows, you know, if he ever listens to this or catches, like he knows, like shit was bad, you know? And so I just think about all the times of me and those relationships where I really didn't love myself. And so I stayed trying to force somebody to love me because I didn't know how to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. shit's real it's true and I always say like you date or attract partners to the level of your esteem self-esteem yeah. yeah you date and attract lovers and partners directly proportional to the level of your self-esteem amen it's it, it there is absolute truth in that you know As we continue to get older and wiser and evolve in our um, journeys of healing and loving ourselves, the relationships get better, right? Um, And so, yeah, I am obviously single, um, but I've been on in this space of right now where I'm at with my like love and, and relationship kind of views is I am in a space of celibacy and also consciously dating. Like I'm out here dating. Yes. But like your girl is 
making sure that I'm choosing my travelers wisely. I want to make sure that I'm in a space of um, whoever is here, there's emotional maturity, like all the things that I want and that deserves my time and my space and my energy. And so it's, it's, uh, it's been a journey, but you know, I'm here and I'm, I'm waiting um, until the person that shows up is saying, oh my goodness, like this is, this feels good. This feels right. This is what I want to do for you. And you're, you're like deserving of me giving myself to you in that space and moving forward in that way. So yeah, it's, but it's hard girl. It's been hard. <laughs> I know. And, and it's interesting because you, you use that term like consciously dating. Right. And like, I think that that is a really beautiful way to show up. You know, that's definitely how I attracted in my partner. Um, there were some like non-negotiables, right? Of the things that I wanted to experience. And I'm not talking like, oh, I needed him to make this amount of money and I needed him to take me on trips. And, you know, um, I wanted him to be this tall. Like it was more so I got really clear upon the way that I wanted to feel in this relationship. I connected to the energetics of, okay, well, I'm going to feel this way when I'm around this, this, like my kind of my, my person. Right. Um, and I think that a lot of the world around us, like society, and I think this is one of like the, one of the lies that we've been sold is like, you know, the feminist movement that like women can act like men. And we should also want to like fuck like them. And we should want to like, be able to like, you know, have many, many notches on our belt or like as many bodies as the kids say these days. And it like, it's fine. And I can operate like that. Um, no girl, no, you can't like, I mean, sure. Could, can you totally yeah. <laughs> should, should you probably not? Yeah. 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 Because it's like, you know, you are sharing your body with people and, you know, I did a whole post on this the other day where it's like, you know, this whole hookup culture is literally keeping you single because the way that you're showing up is not intentional. It's not conscious, like the way that you're showing up, Katura. Um, and it is, unfortunately, it's like a dragnet of a bunch of like mixed bags, right? Like if you don't have a good filter and you cast a wide net of like, and you're unclear, you're going to kind of come in contact with some maybe not so great people that you're sharing your time, your energy, your body, your resources with. And like, that's not the move. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, I think what I'm hearing is very much in alignment with what I feel too. It's like, you know, there are those times and those moments where you like back in, back in the day, like I was out there and I was getting it in. Right. But like right now, <laughs> dead right now, right. Like right now, if I'm going to be very transparent and real, like this is a journey of about two and a half years of celibacy. And, um, I feel like for me, like, this is what I need to do and feels right. And, um, has really allowed me to also get rid of those men that are not necessarily on the journey of like really getting to know Couture and respecting me. Because the minute that I tell someone that I'm celibate, they're like, oh, really? Oh, word. I didn't even know that was a, a word or a thing or, oh, how long do I need to wait? Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, yo, no. Like, if you're really trying to get to know me and Katora, then you will wait and it will be when it's my time and when I'm yeah. ready. That's the type of gentleman that I'm trying to be in a space of having a relationship with. Listen, more power to you, girl. You know, be really selective who gets access to that Kundalini coochie, girl. Okay. <laughs> Girl, you know, another thing that I wanted to also say was, um, I love what you said and I hope that people got this. If you didn't, I wanted to put this here, but like, you know, the man that you want, um, it's about the feeling, right? It's not necessarily the surface level things. And so I also just not necessarily recently, but a few months ago wrote in my journal 
about how I wanted to feel. That's how you manifest. That's how you attract is the feeling and the energy and get as detailed as possible. You know, he makes me feel safe. He makes me feel loved. I feel, you know, whatever it is. Um, and that's the type of way, I think that's the way that you, you receive. A hundred percent. Because like at the end of the day, you know, the stuff, the external stuff fades as we know. And, you know, you really want to get into these energetics of like, how am I going to feel when I'm around him and drop into that, you know? So that it makes it really easy because you want to trust your intuition. I I think intuitive dating is like such an important piece that we should talk about as well. I think so many women are disconnected from their intuition. They are not dropping down. They haven't been either taught or are practicing those, those, that skill set or the rituals or the, you know, the things that will enable them to drop down and get quiet and listen, because how many times have you dated somebody and you're like, it hindsight's 2020. Oh, there were, I should have known the red flags were there. Yeah, girl, the red flags are always there. <laughs> always, always. The red flags that you choose to ignore in the beginning inevitably are the red flags that like you dump them for break up or have like, you know, this heartbreak over you're like oh, I knew he was a liar and a cheater and a thief like <laughs> period yeah he was always that person but your ego and the the control that we were speaking to before mm-hmm. right like sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves about like oh I was distorting that I was projecting a lot of the things that I wanted him or was falling in with his falling in love with his potential but he who he was was always right in front of me the whole time I just wasn't willing to adjust my glasses clearly. You know, I had these rose colored glasses of projected delusion (laughs) (laughs) and I couldn't see, you know, I know that sounds harsh, but like, I always say like really coming back to taking that like deeper accountability so that you can really start to connect to your intuition and listen to her girl. She's never going to steer you wrong never 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 and you know I think also too there's something about like in those spaces of us not um listening to the red flags or ignoring the red flags where it's like at that point you are in a space of control and you're like oh my gosh I'm, I'm ready to get chosen instead of being the chooser mm-hmm. you know and it's mm-hmm. like I feel like there's something important about you know really making that switch making that shift um, because then it really allows you to um, step into your power. Because, you know, us women, okay, we are so fucking powerful up in this bitch. Like, and the moment that we realize that we could have anything that we want, like, yo, y'all would be stepping back to and being like, all right, time to receive now. Right. And yeah. not be chasing and going after and trying to force shit. Sorry. No, go for it. It's so funny. Um, God, I just lost my train of thought, but you, <laughs> maybe Jay will need to edit this out, but I've had <laughs> such a good point. Pregnancy brain. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Baby. You were talking about being red chosen. flags. Chosen. Being chosen. Okay. 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 Being I remember. Chosen. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I love the fact that you talked about being chosen because this was something that I needed to heal from. Um, was this concept that there was someone coming to save me, that there was some, I don't know, like it wasn't even like a fully formed thought necessarily all the time, but it was just this kind of like this feeling that there was gonna, there was gonna be a man, there was going to be a, and it showed up in a lot of areas of my life, not just like relationship stuff. It showed up in business, showed up in money. It showed up like you know, as it always does, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Um, I wanted someone to like come and like make it better. Like, you know, that like white shining white knight, see back to Disney, it just looped it right back around. Um, and as soon as I like came to terms with that and, and as I call it, putting my big girl panties on, like, girl, stop giving your power away. Stop doubting yourself. Stop waiting for your life to happen so that like 
or this belief that like your life is going to start happening when this person comes in. Yeah. That's when shit changes. And that's the frequency that attracts like a really powerful man that wants to lift you up, not Mm -hmm. dim you. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Speaking of attracting a man that lifts you up. What, like, tell us the story of like, I want to know about like how, how this all this love story, beautiful love story began. Uh, Okay. So like I said, I was on my healing journey. Um, I took some time off from like dating in general. I would say like, I gave myself like a solid six months of Mm -hmm. where I was just like, you know, focused on me and like reading the books and going to healers and getting coaches and like all of the things. Right. Um, and doing ayahuasca and all kinds of shit. And she went in deep (laughs) y'all. Yeah. I was like on a journey. Yeah. Um, and when I came up for air and I was like, okay, like, I'm ready to like, I'm ready to date, but like dating with intention, right? Like I was like, I'm ready to find my person. And I had to be really bold about it. You know, like I remember I went on a couple of dates and like a couple of the things that I would put out there or say, I could feel and pick up on the fact that this made that person uncomfortable. Like my, um, emotional vulnerability or me owning the fact that like I wanted to be married or I was looking for my person, those types of things where I made these really bold statements and like took up a lot of space and claimed what I want. It was almost like this sifting that happened, like the kind of guys that like were looking for that, like weren't looking for that. They like quickly exited themselves out of my life because like that was the frequency of which I was like showing up for and like the energy of this is where you need to meet me is up mm-hmm. here versus like well let me kind of like see what y'all are doing over there <laughs> um so yeah dimming my light which is that's what I'm speaking to um so then I was really open to at that point I wasn't I was living in LA and I was like all right I've gone through the gauntlet of people here right like in terms of hoping that my man was going to be in the same city that I lived. Um, And obviously LA, there's a very specific type of, you know, person, you know what I mean? Like these industry cool kids, like everybody thinks they're like, you know, 10 degrees of separation to like Kevin Bacon or whatever. I don't know. Like everybody's an agent. Everybody thinks they're cool. Like, because they're friends with cool people like no that bro that that doesn't make you cool like that makes your friend cool um (laughs) I don't know I'm I'm going off on a tangent but I'm getting to my I'm getting to the goods no this Um, is good good story um so I knew that I was like I need to open up my horizons and I need to let go of expectations I just needed to you know okay god like whatever is meant for me I surrender into what is supposed to come my way. And so I dated and kept that frequency vibe really high. Um, and I got on this dating app called inner circle, um, which was like a multi-city dating app. Um, but I had no intentions. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going, I wasn't hoping for an outcome. I was just like, let's just see what shows up. Right. I I was detached from control, manipulation, whatever. I was like really looking at it through the lens of like, let me just go know what I want to experience, hold that frequency and see what shows up. Jay showed up, my now husband. Um, hey. he, found, he found me on this app and slid into my messages. Jay was living in Montreal at the time um, and was coming to LA for work and for a visit. He wanted to see if he was going to move to LA because um, he'd always like dreamt of moving to Los Angeles and he hit me up and we went out on a date um, and it was great. It was awesome. We had so much fun. We hung out every single day for like the days that he was there. Like he prioritized, he made time. But again, I wasn't like thinking anything of it, even though he like ticked all my boxes, so to speak. Um, I wasn't like putting all my eggs in a basket. Like I was like, 
this is beautiful. He's all the things that I thought I wanted. That didn't necessarily mean that like he had to be my person. I took it as this is confirmation from the universe that men like this do exist. And how beautiful. Yes. Okay. How beautiful is that? Right. Like, and you know, I was so attracted to him and he was so sweet and kind to me. Um, he even, I still have the letter. He wrote me a little, uh, one of our first, he, Jay writes me love notes all the time and like hides them or sticks them in places or surprises me. He's very romantic. Um, and that first like weekend or that, however many days he was there, he like hid a cute little love note in like one of, in my house somewhere and was like, um, uh, like it was so beautiful to meet you. And like, you're like an amazing special girl. And he was like, and I'm blessed to have met you. And I was like, oh my gosh, how sweet, you know, but I wasn't putting any pressure on it, which I think was what made him want to like, you know, stay in my, in my frequency because I wasn't trying to like hold him to this because men do like it, it's kryptonite for them. Like when you're trying to like hold them too tightly or like make them perform or act in a certain way, like it, and no one likes feeling like that, but to men, it's yeah. like definitely like, you know, they're dick goes down (laughs) so um he went back to Montreal and we long distance dated for a while and um we like Jay consistently reached out to me every single day and like but without like no expectations either we FaceTimed we texted he was just like so sweet and like as the months went on and he came back and visited and like, we got to know each other more. He just kept proving to me that he was like the kind of man that I wanted, wanted to be with. And it just felt so easy. Um, he like never left a question in my mind. I always felt like I could be a hundred percent my authentic messy self, um, and still be lovable. Um, and that was something that I had worked on for a really long time to like be accepted and appreciated and valued just as I am not needing to like, you know, change anything about me. And he still reminds me of that, like every single day. Uh, I need some tissues and some <laughs> because that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. I, yes, I thank you so much for sharing this story. You know, when you are in a space of healing, um, surrendering, right? And I think that's, you know, for me, what I kind of like, there's so much resonancy there, what you were saying about not being attached to the outcome. And I think that's also, it, it holds true for me as it relates to just being single in this dating space as well you know, the many dates that I've gone on, well, actually, let me just back up because your girl did take a brief, a brief pause, just like you. And I didn't date anybody for like a whole last year. And I just got off of all the apps and I just recently got back on, but you know, I think what I'm learning is really what, how important it is to not be attached to the outcome with dating and like going on these dates and having so much fun and really tapping into a playful kind of like wild, like fun kind of energy. Um, as I'm like going on in these dates, um, and meeting these men, letting go of the expectations. And what I loved about what you said was, you know, with Jay, you were like, yeah, like what, what I loved about him in this whole experience of our dating was that you know, there are men like this out there. It's showing me that there are men like this out there. And that's how I feel when I'm dating somebody and it doesn't go right for the first, whatever, how many days, first through 30 days, there are men like this that are out there. One of these days, it's going to stick. You know what I mean? And so there's, there's reference points. These are reference points to the end story, um, of our timeline of, of when we do finally meet that person. So Um, I love that story. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. And, um, I definitely feel again, just how important it is to surrender to the process, um, while you're in the space of dating and finding your person. 
And the yeah. one that's going to find you is going to do all the things that Jay did. Like you're not going to have to chase. You're going to, you know what I mean? It's like really stepping into your divine feminine and learning how to receive versus masculine energy of like chasing and, and trying to control and force things and asking them out on dates and do like, no, none of that shit. Exactly. And you know, what comes through too about, you know, not being attached to the outcome, you know, that is a protection because you are not like we spoke about earlier, you're not projecting a preconceived idea of what it needs to be because right, like you're, you will perceive something as reality if that is your intention to perceive it as. So if you are projecting that like, oh, he's so the guy or like, you know, all you're going to see that is going to be mirrored back to you is what you're asking to see or like what you're, you're holding that like illusion for. And then that's how sometimes you feel like, oh my God, things were so, so, so good in the beginning. And then 180, bam, like, you know, he is like a liar and a cheater and a thief, like all the things. Um, so that is really, really a protection. And that's why I think, you know, as Katura said, holding that frequency of just like allowing and surrendering. And I know that takes a little bit of self-control, you know, because oftentimes we, we, there's a balance that needs to be had of like showing up as your powerful, bold, you know, like feminine self. And like, when we're talking about really owning that, but be mindful that that doesn't correlate into like steamrolling things and, and uh, being attached to getting your way, so to speak. Right. Because like you, uh, that I'm speaking from personal experience because I am a really powerful woman and I, I have, and do usually get exactly what I want, sort of a, a, an energy. And like, that can be really powerful when that is like uh attuned right but if it's out of attunement and you're out of alignment with that that can kind of you'll steamroll through things and not pick up on like the signals or the signs that people are always giving to you like whether it's through their their words their actions their behavior you know the things that they're the stories that they're telling so just be really mindful about that and like you said like whether it's them asking you out like sometimes there is that like pause where you need to like take a step back and allow them to like go the the 90%. Maybe it's just you giving 10 like that one time, you know, like allow things to kind of like flow and move versus you trying to like control, you know, the way that that you want it to be to get the desired outcome. Make sense? 100% makes sense. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I want to shift gears now. Okay. I want to know about you because I think you speak and hold presence beautifully for other women who probably see themselves um, in you um, who are, you know, past this timeline of what society or like maybe this expectation of like, you know, married and with ma- babies and a white picket fence at 35, you yeah. know? what happens when (laughs) that hasn't come along. So I'd really love for you to shed some light, like on, on how you, what your viewpoint is on that and how you have moved through that because it's all a distortion. It's all an illusion, you know? Time is a motherfucking illusion. Okay. (laughs) And I think, again, it goes back to this whole idea of us being conditioned to think that we needed to do X, Y, and Z by this year and that year. Right. And like, no, you know, like, so transparency, I'm 40 years old and I do not have children. I do not have a husband and, but I'm out here and I've had to shift, right. I've had to shift my mindset and my thoughts around what does it look like for Katora to be in this place of, you know, being a single woman um, here in California with no children? And what does the timeline look for, for timeline for me to find this person? And right now I'm like, I'm having the best time of my life. I am literally having the best time of my life because I'm in this space of 
this is me season. This is my journey. This is my time. And when this person comes, he'll come. And I've kind of like let go. I mean, it's taken some time, but I've let go of the idea of like, well, I, I wasn't married at 40 or I didn't have, you know, two kids at 40 or whatever it is, like all the things that we've been told that we needed to have. I've let go of that. And now I'm like really embracing this time um, of healing, growing more self-discovery. I feel like now in this space, I am the best version that I've ever been of myself. And, um, I think, you know, what's so beautiful about this journey is that we can wake up and we can change just like that. You know, we have an opportunity to do something different just like that. And we have the world at the world. What is it that saying the world is our oyster or whatever? Like you really can really have all the things that you want. Um, but you just have to shift your focus to, to remember that like this man is not going to make you, you know, who you are, whatever it is like, you know, you are solid on your own. And yes, I love, love. I would love to find my man. Um, or might have my man find me, but that's just not where it's at right now. God says, it's not your time, sis, you know, in that area, but it is your time for all these other things. And so that's kind of where I'm at with this space. And, um, I love it here. I, I literally have been traveling. I have been, um, you know, doing this podcast, creating, being in a co-creative space, um, really out here, just having so much fun. Um, and really learning about myself. And that's been the most beautiful transformative thing that I've been able to do right now. And that's, and I'm, I'm solid with that. So that's where I'm at. That's so beautiful. And so inspirational, honestly, because I, I know it's hard in the streets, right? Like, especially when you, even though we, we know that we're not supposed to compare and blah, 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 blah. But like, that doesn't change the fact or the reality of it's like, if the thing that you, you would like hasn't, hasn't shown up yet. Right. And, but it has for other people. And so I think you're, you're doing a beautiful um, job or setting this beautiful example of, okay, well, I need to adapt. I need to shift because here, as you were, as you were speaking and like sharing, I was channeling and like, of course, you know, like I'm a, I'm a medium and a soulmate medium at that. And I just kept hearing like, he's close, but that we needed her there. Right. Because, all right, let me break it on down. Sorry. Okay, break, it like, down, break it down. When I channel, I get so much information all at one time. And so then I have to remind myself like, okay, like let's organize the thoughts because spirit doesn't care. Like it just like bombards you and just like dumps a lot of information on you. So then I have to organize it. Okay. (laughs) So basically, right. Like we all have a purpose. We came here to like experience things, to do things. And there's been things that have been put on our hearts to share with the world, create, you know, like your soul purpose. We all have one. And what was just coming through for me, and I'm being called to share it because maybe this is going to resonate with someone else who's listening as well, is that, you know, we only, time, although it is an illusion, we only have a finite amount of it, right? Like on this earth, right? There's there's only 24 hours in a day, just like Beyonce, okay? And, (laughs) um. And with that time, there's certain things that we ourselves like have been called, we have been commissioned with a purpose and a mission. And as you were speaking, I was just getting this download that like the message was we needed to Keturah to like do these specific things. And like, could you have been married with a couple of kids with the wrong person that wasn't right for you and blocked you from creating this soul-driven, purpose-driven business that helps people and gives back to the world? Totally. But you signed up for something that is supposed to like be life-changing and like make these beautiful ripples in the world. And so you needed to kind of go through this healing thing and, and, and uncover this stuff for you because how many times do we hear from like moms a lot? And I'm just putting this out there that they lose themselves, right? Because a lot of times they got married too young or they, you know, not too young, but they got married younger or, and they, they started these families young and there's a trade-off for everything, right? Like 
you totally could have had that experience and it might've taken you a lot longer to like get to where your, your soul purpose, this business, these things that you're supposed to do, these souls that you have been sent on this earth to support. And so I say all of this because no two journeys are alike. We all have different things that we're supposed to accomplish here. And I'm just hearing that there was specific things that like your, your soul needed to create on a personal level and that there was the world needed to receive that from you first. And then now your soulmate like is going to be here to like help expand that. So you were able to like focus on that and heal yourself to be able to call this like really high level, beautiful, powerful person in. Amen, sis. Thank you for that message because I totally believe that like wholeheartedly. I've, um, I had an Akashic records reading not too long ago and, um, that's exactly what the reader said. She was okay, like, great. <laughs> so it's like, I love like, okay, thank you. Alignment. All right. Synchronicity. Okay. All right, cool. Um, and I, and I do feel that I do feel that, you know, I have been in this space of um, really finding like who I am and my soul calling just kept on calling me and calling me and it didn't, you know, stop getting louder until I listened. And so I, now I'm in this space of, like you said, holding, holding, um, space for women, um, in this, you know, essence of like really remembering who we are and, um, healing. And, um, absolutely. I think that this person it's in my book, I'm like, this person is also of service, right? We out here building an empire. Um, and so, you know, that is what I'm holding on to. And, um, also letting go too, because again, not trying to control, but, you know, I also feel like that is, is true in alignment for me. This person is, um, it's coming very soon. I feel him. I smell him. I just got like a flash forward into like when we're announcing, like, I just got engaged, y'all. Like you're sharing your exciting news. And, you know, I just wanted to, I just love that we're kind of ending on this really high vibration, this high note of like, you know, stay, just stay true to yourself and continue to love yourself no matter where you're at in the journey. Um, what's meant for you definitely won't miss you and just continue to, you know, love on yourself and learn new ways to like appreciate and really, you know, teach yourself how to love yourself so that it makes it really easy for the man who wants to love you. You'll be able to explain to him, whether that's like unconsciously through actions, non-verbally, how to love you, how to treat you, because you know how to hold that frequency and that like that standard almost for yourself. And it'll make it really easy for him to meet you there. Amen. Amen. And one last thing, keep your heart open and free. Like regardless if you are in a relationship and you have met your person or you are single that is how you receive and continue to receive blessings. If you are like in a space of blockage and your heart ain't free and you out here doing some fuck shit, you will not receive. Okay. I love you. Sorry. It's true though. Cause if you're out of alignment, boo, you can't pick and choose like, Oh, well, you know, I want this to happen, but I'm also like operating in a really like not so great way over here. Like the universe only understands like alignment. If anything's out of alignment, like that's all it hears. Yes. 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 So yes. Love yourself and keep your heart open. Oh, I love it. Well, we're sending you all of those who are listening again. Thank you for being here and supporting us and you know laughing with us and i hope that our crazy ass stories have made you feel a little less alone and connected to your spiritual sisters yes absolutely thank you for being here and you know what if you love this podcast and you have a girlfriend or a friend that like needs to hear this message please share hit that share button you know what i'm saying i i really do feel like this podcast was out here and made for someone that needs to hear the message okay so share you know sharing is caring amen to that 
All right, guys. Well, we will see you on the next episode. Love and light. (laughs) (laughs) Love and light. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.